Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, players, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian reads for us, Rao counts cards, squash cheats, as Ortana helps someone named V. After taking a moment to cheat at Go Fish, the group check in on their friends and followers. As Ortana and Aima take an adventure through the mansion of the mayor, the shadow creatures return on the stroke of 12 to interrupt the team at rest. What is happening with the weather? How many more world affecting spells does Daechin have access to? And will the mayor wrap them out? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. time it takes for Zoltana and Aima to basically very quickly exit the outside of this house um, Zoltana you basically end up running part way around the house and Aima is like okay we have no time to fuck up here you have to follow my footsteps exactly and stop when I stop exactly so we just need to get back to where we were and just be very quiet and sneaky okay because we cannot get caught otherwise we'll be totally screwed okay super sneaky I would like you to roll another stealth check please Zoltana super sneaky I love how Ava's reasoning for going up there was like, we could be heroes, and then doesn't want to be seen <laughs> being a hero. The, the first one was a nine, so. Okay. Um, as you kind of like sneak behind her, you get to that part where there's like that hedge that means that you couldn't see the rest of the garden, and you can see that it really does make it look like it's just a hedge growing up against the side of the wall. Um, and Ava kind of like very quickly and deftly goes over the top, and you don't quite so gracefully go over the top. Um, everyone down in the basement, you can hear like the cracking of twigs. Um, you have no idea what this is, but you hear the cracking of twigs, um, and you hear like a like a soft thud. Um, and you hear a little bit of a giggle um, from Ama. Um, you've made it. If you have been spotted, we will deal with that soon. Um, but otherwise, 
these three and Demi know you're coming. Um, Demi just kind of crawls back onto the top of the bed and then, like, she puts her hands over there, like, being kidney shot again. Um, and that's roughly when the three of you or the four of you would hear um, the other two arriving. Um, very quickly, Ama just bundles in and runs over to Rao, jumps straight on top of him and gives him, like, a really big hug. And I'm like, you are alive. That is really good. I'm alive. I got to go check on everyone. And Rao's kind of... He's trying to run out of the room. <laughs> no, what are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. Rao, it's a stop. check on everyone. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> <clears throat> Who has alcohol of some sort? I've got my elvish wine. Why do you ask? Hand it Your elvish wine now. is at both of the doors. Yes, you it is. You set up ready for uh, Molotovs. I did. station turn up. So there's so yeah, as soon as you come in, Zoltana, you would see the album wine on the floor with like a rag in it. <laughs> um I'm gonna take I'm gonna pick it up, take the rag out, and immediately swig it all down. Okay. I will mark that I have one less. Banana hammock. <laughs> um what? Banana I'm sorry? What? Is that why I can't go check on everyone? I don't think yeah. Zoltana's just gonna head up to upstairs to and and find the nearest thing to a bed and plop down on it. Um so this room that you're in is like the the paramours room. So there's like two beds here. Um one of them is partial like they're both doubles. Um so you can just pick either bed. Um I'm plopping down one on with one a of demi them. on it or one without a demi in it. Yeah. That's I don't care. Whichever one's closer to me is the one I, I plop down on. Uh, that'll be the one to the left as you go in. So yeah, that one's empty and completely free. Um, <laughs> it was, it was everybody okay? Nobody super hurt. Um, I, I thought we took care of this. How many more of this does Dejan have? I don't know. Fired a wager. He probably did that as a uh, a message to us. He seems like the petty enough type to do that. It's probably like, I can't find you right now, but that doesn't mean I can't hurt you. Like, you know, that whole type of thing. Sounds about right. I can just hear him saying it. All right. All Dodge right. this, scrubs. Is that the one? <laughs> I really need to go check on everyone. It got hot for a second. I'm not sure. It is still hot. What do you yeah, mean I it's to... hot? It's still warm. Like, so that, like, blast of air that all of you felt um, at the sixth uh, toll, it is still really hot. Um, Sultana, you and Amy would have noticed it as soon as you stepped outside, and it is still warm in this room. Is there, a, a like, a hue shift in the world, like, when he cut us off? Not at all. Okay. I don't know if maybe, like, he fucking yeeted the, our plane into, like, Bellum or some bullshit. <laughs> outside the sky is just red no um no. instead of blood it's fire it's raining fire <laughs> i i'd believe it Amor and demi would be super happy but no um who do you who do we want to check on the dragonborn they're gonna get too quick. hot they're going to overheat i need to get them somewhere cold right i i, I think that is um the the um what is her name the the Person who came from the dwarven place, Rowena. I think her, no, no, the the mage lady. I think her name is M, but I might be wrong. Oh, uh, uh, um, um, I know who you're talking about. Uh, the 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 representative for Menmark. There we go. Her friends call her N. 
Yeah, I was super close. Mm. And, and she came from the dwarven place. She's quite young, but she can teleport people. Maybe she can get the ones that are too hot. Maybe she can get them to an icy place. Okay, I should try to go find her then. Um, last time I saw her, she was at the temple, but she could have shifted around, but I don't think she would have. Okay, let's go. And she, like, takes a couple of steps up onto, uh, like, on the way out. Okay, Rob will run around too. Let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Save okay. the day. All right. The pair of you are going to go off to the no. temple and we'll deal with you. No. <laughs> what? We need to go. As soon as Rawl steps outside, that means that Dachin can find him. What if this was his plan, was specifically to try and bait us out of leaving this room because he can't find us right now? We can't live the rest of our lives in this room. No, but we're all injured right now. We're all scrambling and we're all a little worried, but that's playing directly into his hands. Well, then I'll go. Does Dachin know you exist? Yes, he does. I was there when you were explaining the whole... He was in a bubble, we came back from the forest of the dead, and, you know, me being dead. Right. He was in a bubble with your friend Lisbeth. He might be looking for you as well, then. And I am not going to live the rest of my life in this room. No, but tonight we should. For what's left of the night. Raul is right. Those children, they could die. The ones that came from Gieta, they could also die, because we... What, we don't tell people to help? No. Rather's right, we have to help them. There's few enough dragonborn around here that if if he wanted to get to me, he would know who to hurt. All right. Now um, I'm going. Before we go, like, our healers should probably take care of any wounds. And then we have to go check on the dragonborn. I think think they're right. And if Dayton decides to show his scrawny little ass, we'll kick his ass again. We don't have any webs, though. No, we'll just kick his ass the old-fashioned way. I don't really have a lot of magic lifts. I, I can't get you out if there's a problem. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um. I don't think this is a good idea. I think this is going to play directly into his hands if we do. And while I understand the good intentions of trying to help those children. If we die, everyone dies. No, if you die, everybody dies. Possibly. Not me. Amy, you know that if Dachin catches you, Rawl's gonna go running out right for you. I know. But we can't leave them to suffer. And I've died once. You can bring me back again. I'll just be a specter. We'll scary on the other side. I will be fine. I have survived this long, and he has still known about me. I will continue doing that. How often can he look for us? I don't know. His magic operates outside of what we know and understand. He can look at you twice. You're sure? Yes. He can look at you twice. All the times that you've gone, all the times that he searched for me, it's twice. I'm pretty sure. That doesn't mean that his other spell users can't possibly try to look to, but there once. Once he fucks it up, that's it. So. I can't stop you. I won't. I just. trying to be cautious. 
In either case, I need to tend to my own wounds because they, it hurt a lot. Have the dragonborn been going up onto the surface? Is it known that they're here in Falsum? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it's then. known that basically this this is like a new hub of <laughs> like a bit like Kuzak is like a like um, no man's land of like rules and shit. The same is happening here. Appella has given up trying to enforce like ha- not having kino races or dragonborn on this side. It's not a treaty that she ever signed, and um, you know treaty got broke anyway by some person over in Kino, so yeah, she, what an asshole. she doesn't yeah, what a dick, an irresponsible fool um, I feel like so, we're yeah. jumping to conclusions about people's motivations, maybe he had a good reason like his mom was sick <laughs> no, that's not his reason <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that <laughs> yet I think I physically do <laughs> don't make mom grow sick anyway uh, um, um, yeah. fan's just sitting there healing himself uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, Demi kind of like sits up and she says, I can always ask Jandariel to come. He knows magics and I think he needs to play distraction today. Anyway, with Dejan. I did it last few days. I can't do this again. Maybe he'll just come and help. He knows magic's different to mine. I'm more offensive. Not in, like, a bad way. I'm like, I try to insult people, although sometimes I do, depending on who they are. But Jandari was a bit more... Literally offensive? Try to be. Um, (laughs) Jandari is a little more protective and controlling on the battlefield. He may be able to help. Favorite bard. Second favorite bard. Okay, third favorite bard. Um, (laughs) All right, my fourth favorite bard, but hey, who's counting? (laughs) What is Kiff on that scale? Uh, oh my gosh. All right. He's my fifth favorite bard. <laughs> um, sixth favorite bard, because after Morgana. Um, yeah, you see Demi's eyes flash over purple, um, and probably not more than 10, 15 seconds later, um, you see Jandara kind of pop his head into the little area where you all are. Huh? Good. He looks like he's had like a couple of like claw marks to the side of his face. Uh, he looks a little peaky, but otherwise he's fine. Um, and he says, "So, uh, Mitra says you need some help with not being scryed upon for a while. Be helpful. Uh, if you don't mind me tagging along, I can do something about that. Can't get too far from me though." That's fine. We're kind of in a hurry, though. Oh, um. Some of you, I think, should rest. And he deliberately points at Demi, who is clearly just fucked up and Hmm. very tired. Some of you should stay here and rest, and there'll be no arguments on that one. Um, The rest of you just mm, kind of need to stay within about 30 feet, I'm afraid. Some of us have our mm, unique abilities when it comes to uh, certain spells and powers. Right. Sultana, you maybe want to put your arm on real quick then. Uh. <laughs> I mean, if you'd rather stay with Demi, that's fine. I wasn't paying attention to what was happening because I, I've i been scarred for life and I'm trying to get <laughs> the things I saw today. Where are we going? Checking on some dragonborn children. I'll go. 
Zoltana like slowly puts on her armor. Zoltana, if I find a way to erase memories, I will let you know. Please. As you like slowly Please. put your armor on, I can ask back. Like Demi reaches, we went through. Demi this. reaches into her bag as she pulls out like an almost full bottle of blood wine, and she passes it to you as you walk by. <laughs> she doesn't know what's wrong, but she thinks this will help. <laughs> she is correct. I'm going to chug the wine as we drink. I want to make note Jesus, that, that I should probably make a note of the fact I've now had two entire bottles of wine. Mm. <laughs> That's gonna be a hell of a hangover. Uh, vine hangover. Uh, um, gonna show up and face I'm, drunk Zoltana. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna fucking drunken master style this shit with Dachin tonight if that's what's going on. I Falls backwards and then... <laughs> uh, oh, that's beautiful. Um, Alright, so I'm guessing that Ama, Ral, and Zoltana are going. Lafian, Squash, are you going to? Uh, I was thinking that Squash would sit back and take a short rest. Uh, I took almost half my health and damage, and I don't want to waste all okay. our lay on hands on that. I can Fair. heal you if you want. Fair. I also you don't want to... hit die. We never use hit die. We might as well use them. That takes a short rest, though. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> but then you can't come with us. <laughs> I have to give Demi the dragon leaf sap anyway, so... Uh, oh, okay. I, yeah, I, you know I, what? I, you two have your moment. Sorry, you have to give me what now? That was <laughs> not out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry. It would be so subtly quiet. Like, no, I'm going to stay. I have to do it with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, y'all head off to the temple. Dan- Jandariel is very strict about how far you get away. If, like, you kind of do that thing where you fall back a little bit. Like, he kind of, like half yells at you to catch up when one of you try and like get a bit too far out to the sides a bit too far out to the front he will just almost yell at you for not being within range he knows how dangerous this can be for all of you but he also believes in the hey let's try and help people out kind of deal um so he's on all on board with that and you make your way towards the temple it's a bit of a mess when you arrive but it's not as bad as the last time. I mean, almost every time you've arrived back in the temple, there's been chaos, TM, that has happened. There's been blood or shadows or darkness or people frozen in time. No, no, no such thing today. There is a little chaos. There are some people weeping, but there's not as many deaths or injuries as last time. Watches have been installed since the last random set of attacks overnight, and many people were saved or just slightly grazed. Who are you looking for in particular? Dragonborn? Um, yeah. So I basically need to figure out a good way to keep all of the fiery ones from overheating. And mm-hmm. that's probably already happening to some extent, but I just want to help and make sure that like a good idea would be to if there's like water in the fountain to have Mm -hmm. the icy ones freeze that over so that there's like a temporary spot for them to like hang out and lay on like Mm -hmm. a big make a big chunk a biggest chunk of ice as possible basically somehow yeah (laughs) we just need to figure Um, something out yeah you find some clerics who do the create water thing um and then between a mixture of the dragonborn's help and some of the other mages and clerics around um yeah they just make like this I'm not going to say quite an igloo, but they do make like an ice 
area um so there's like a little entrance to get in it's all icy um there's no like top over the top because otherwise it gets too warm in here anyway because if you've been inside an ice house holy shit that gets warm um like yeah you just you manage to do that you manage to get everybody together to work on this um most of them once you have either like encouraged them or in some cases had to literally carry some of them over to where um to where the ice area is um you see the the kind of ice and the the fires just kind of grouping themselves together um just so they can help each other because from all accounts the day before was almost the opposite you get information from the dragonborn that you spoke with on the beach and they tell you that the day before it was nothing but ice and cold day before that was nothing but electrical storms and intense heat and cold the way they describe it, the weather has been shifting and changing very, very heavily from almost day to day. And today feels like it's going to be an inordinately hot one. Hmm. Okay. Well, we need to make sure there are some metal things around to get the lightning stuff out of the way, away from everyone. Um... Is this just a falsum? This has happened days? Um, yeah, who do we want around to explain this that's useful? <laughs> I think this is the first time your inner inner monologue came out. <laughs> yeah, they'd still be here. Um, so, like, Caden, Talus, Rosita... Um, Zach and Rondi, like they're all running around trying to help people. They're guiding people the way that you mentioned, like, hey, bring ice folks over so we can get the really hot ones, like their temperature under control. Um, some of them are running around and directing people into the temple so that they can be healed. Um, there are some damages, but not masses this time around. Um, um, and Taylor basically just comes over and, and talks to you all. Like, you all look slightly damaged, but you all seem to be made through it. She seems totally fine. Um, you can see that she's holding or has at least, like, has a grip very firmly on the dagger that Zoltana had made for her. Um, she clearly had made use of it. Um, and she looks up at you and she says, Yep, it's happening all over. We got all this information from people all over Discora that um, the weather has been, like, really really bad and changes a lot and that whenever the um i think that rosita said that it was like a rune that stops us from being able to talk to the other planes of existence that we're on um she said that after that and the time travels forward really strangely when that happens and that the weather has been really strange since the last god died hmm. well we'll have to Keep all the dragonborn here working together to counteract it. Mm-hmm. That's very smart. Seems like they've already been doing that if this has been happening for days. It hasn't been this hot in a really long time, but they seem to like helping each other out. I think the, like, snow house that they're building is really cool. <laughs> Okay. Are you all okay? Relatively speaking. Been an eventful night. Zoltana has a haunted faraway look, but she nods. <laughs> Puts out a cigarette. She didn't know she was smoking. I've seen some shit. 
Zoltana adapts a French accent. I'm sorry that I'm taking this bit so far, but I find it very funny. So <laughs> didn't she travel with a gnome oh, for God. a while? I I really wish that Arliss would come and play with us in Discord because it would be the funniest shit in the world. Um, I did, and it's not it's not that it's it's not because it was a gnome. It's because banana hammocks <laughs> are inherently funny. <laughs> and the idea of Zoltana being this scarred by a banana hammock brings me inherent joy. <laughs> uh, Taylor has no idea why you're sad and look haunted, but she comes over and like she like pats you on the shoulder a little bit. She says, "It's okay, Auntie Anna. Um, we'll get through this, and we're all safe. And um, I made use of my dagger, and I protected myself and son and and Rondi." You would have been very proud of us, I hope. I am. Daddy wasn't quite so proud, but he was happy we weren't dead. So. I'm very proud of you guys. Thank you. Especially you, Talus. <laughs> Yay. Um, I've been practicing and I've not been like wielding it around, even though I really want to sometimes. I've been really careful and I've been looking after it. Well, I'm glad that you... I'm sorry that you had to use it, but I'm glad it was there for you to use. Yeah. So, um, in a way, I owe you my life. And she reaches over and she just like gives you like a really big hug. Hug her back. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to know? Um, I've been trying to keep up with all the information and make sure that um people know things and that I know things. Has there been any word from uh the the delegation sent over to Kino? Um. Yeah, um, I think they said that they were going to go march on a place, but they weren't very sure. It was a little bit murky coming back. But um, I know that Auntie Kythea is okay. That was going to be my follow-up question. Thank you. She said to say hello um, if I saw you before she did. Question. Yeah. When we saw Rose in um, Cicero, yes, we asked if there was anything she would like for us to tell Caden at the was there. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, fuck me! Oh, right. Back. She's watching through the well. Yeah, so if you don't tell them, they're going to be well pissed. No, she won't be well pissed. Go to the afterlife. <laughs> She's going to be like, what the fuck? You had one job. I, I feel like she just said to tell them that she loves them. I feel like that might have just been it or the, at least the gist. I think it was. Um, there wasn't anything specific like, go dig in the back of the garden and you'll find my parents' jewels. Like, I don't think there's anything like that. <laughs> I think there was also something along the lines of like tell Caden not to blame himself or something, but also like hasn't Caden yep. been to Cicero, or did he not go? To he Cicero? died in Cicero, yeah. So he's been there for a moment. Yeah, he was there for a whole okay. second, getting killed. Unless <laughs> yeah. he wasn't undead things. <laughs> he made an express visit. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Pretty short visit for him, yeah. Okay. <laughs> then he got Sorry, my brain is still stuck on the, the epic um tale that all of y'all told in the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. More theater, I think it's just, sorry, that's kind of all I think about. <laughs> more theater should incorporate cannons. 
Yeah. So at some point, um, once everyone's done conversating with them and we can set them somewhere like a little bit yeah. uh, quieter, Raw will let them know. We saw Rose when we were in Cicero. She says she loves you. She says hello. She's very nice. She was she was okay. Happy. Yeah, she's there. Uh, she's watching from time to time, you know, just keeping up and um, you see, like, Caden, like, pull Taylor's in for, like, a hug, and she, like, looks up at you and smiles. Caden um, is, like, beginning to get very teary-eyed. Um, but Taylor looks up at you and she smiles. She says, I know, sometimes I feel like someone's watching over me to make sure that I'm okay. And it's good to know that that's mummy. Yeah, she is. Uh, you are on her mind, that's for sure. That's good. Because mommy's on my mind too. Oh, it's okay, Daddy. And you realize that Caden <laughs> is like beginning to like properly cry. Um, like he didn't expect this at all. Um, so yeah, he's like, you can see that there's just like these tears pouring down his face, and he and he and Taylor's have like a really big hug. Thought you should know. Th- thank you, Ral. Yeah, no worries. I will, uh, I'll leave you two alone. As you uh, walk off and leave them to it, you hear Taylor's just like, bye, Uncle Ral. It's okay, Daddy. And then you kind of hear and you see Rondi and Zach and Rosie to just go over and just like, they kind of look like a, like a family just like hugging each other and just talking. Um, they seem to be settled in like their little dynamic of whatever it is that they have. Um, they seem to be doing okay, even though Caden is just like full on crying. <laughs> he's just lost it at this point. Like he's just a little overwhelmed. Um, yeah. Oh, no, no. Poor kid. I think I think Neil deserves inspiration for that V. <laughs> v. Yeah, I don't disagree. Fine, fine. He can have it. Inspiration. Shh, I'm so Neil mad. Just, Neil, just take it. Yeah, I'm so mad. Oh, only one inspiration per person at a time? Cool. All right, I'm on no, no, no. Room. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already been stacking them because I had more before. It's fine. Just, it's fine. Just take it. Um, take it. We need I've everything. I'm holding on to them. Take we it. need it. Take it. Yeah, you'll need it for the end. Um, you hoard those babies. Um, okay, is there anything else in here that I can maybe throw at you? Yes, I can, actually. Um, As the kind of, like, evening, sorry, as, like, night begins to turn into morning, um, Jandariel is still kind of, like, doing that, don't get too far away, come back here. Like, it makes things a little bit awkward, Um, but he's being really careful to not let you out of his senses. Um, And you begin to notice that he's kind of beginning to sweat a little bit and some of the runes that he normally keeps basically invisible or hidden are kind of beginning to show through as they're beginning to like light up very gently um and you just tell time to time he'll just pull out whatever instrument he has on him on his lute and just play a few things almost as if to calm himself down (sighs) probably 
hour or two before dawn, maybe an hour before dawn, this, wherever the three of you are, this halfling lady appears. She's pretty old. She has long grayish hair. She's wearing this blue shirt, like a dress shirt, and she has like these kind of dark um, brown trousers. And she stands before the three of you and she says, Hi. You don't recognize her at all. Can we help you with something? It's actually more something that I can help you with. Actually, specifically you. And she points at Ral. Um, um, okay. Where, where have you come from to have something that would help me? She kind of like has a half smile and she says, it's more when I come from. My name is Hope. I am what your friend Squash will become. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we couldn't see you. I... It's a little difficult to explain. But Squash was supposed to be there and you weren't. That's why he could see me and interact with me and you could not. Yeah, we got yelled at for being there. We were not supposed to be there. It was good of you to accompany your friend. I understand from some friends of mine, and I apologize from looking into Squash's life, and incidentally, some of yours too, and she kind of looks at all three of you. I understand that you're sick. Right. And I understand that you asked that somebody told you I could help you. Right, and Cicero. They shouldn't have done that. Hmm. They knew what they were setting me up to do. But... (sighs) I've taken something away. Something that... Your friend is ready to be what I am. But he has to do something incredibly stupid and dangerous first. In fact, all of you do. Oh, well, that's our specialty. (laughs) Especially squashes. Yes. She kind of like looks to the side with like a knowing smile. She says, I told him he wasn't ready. He's not, but he is too. It's complicated time stuff. So I'm going to help you, but I can only help you for so long. Squash will know why this is. He'll know what this means. And she reaches into a side um, pocket in her trousers and she pulls out. Jesus, you're lucky. She pulls out eight small vials and she offers them forward to Ral. The vials are clear, round, tiny little potion vials, probably not much more than a shot. 
the liquid is clear and has a single floating speck of sand in it. And she offers them forward to Rao. If they were not supposed to tell me about this, then surely this is at some cost. What is the cost? I only have to last until time to I do know. all of this. Is it worth it? What is the cost? If you don't succeed, if we don't succeed, then all this is for nothing anyway. There's sand from the sand of... There's sand from the hourglass of Bikron. If you take this, push your body into a kind of stasis so that your body can rest, your mind can rest, but the sickness won't progress because your body isn't progressing. It's some really old whack magic. Sirik helped me to do this. He thinks this is our best bet. And from what I know of time magic, it is. There's only eight doses, Rao. I can't really give you any more. But this isn't like hurting anyone in some weird way or anything like that. It doesn't hurt anyone directly, no. And there are millions of sand in the Bikron of, sorry, in the hourglass of Bikron. But it all represents time. Right. What I'm saying, Raoul, is take them. We need you in this. I don't know how to thank you. I don't know either, <laughs> actually. Um, Raoul opens his arms for a hug, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, she looks like yeah, I mean, she's been around for 5,000 years. She's going for a hug. Um, <laughs> she kind of like reaches over, hugs. Like she's at like knee height to you. She's a halfling. Um, so yeah, like it's a very short hug. Um, Thank you. Yeah, she kind of like hugs you. She packs like above like where your tail is. Like she's, it would be tapping the top of your back, but she can't reach yeah. clearly. Um, and she you know, takes a step back and she says, I can't help much and I can't help often. But it will be good that this age comes to an end and a new one starts. How about you thank me by making sure that we see the new age? I will try my best. That I can promise. And don't give those potions to anybody else. Okay. If you have some way of hiding them, I would do that. <laughs> I they can are... probably think of something. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Not that I think any of you need it, but good luck. Are you sure? I had to hit, take a whole fucking feat that literally is focused around that. <laughs> <laughs> you have been inordinately unsuccessful in some areas due to error things beyond your control 
There's this weird deity that seems to have it out for me called Roll20 is the thing. Oh, yes. Um, I've had more than my fair fair few tangles with uh, certain deities. Oh. <coughs> he didn't do many exercises in prison. He's resty still. <laughs> Been out for a couple months now. <laughs> we literally climbed a mountain. How much more exercise do I need? <laughs> we find Two ourselves. mountains, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, where's the nearest mountain? Um, it's almost as if all three of you end up blinking at the same time, but she literally just disappears, <gasps> leaving nothing behind but a few kind of very, very dark greens of sand and nothing more. <laughs> then the Sandman shows up. Ah. <laughs> Don't give me back my sand. <laughs> Save it. I think at this point we would utterly obliterate Eddie Sandman shows up. No question, just instant yeah. death. Yep. Just one round, he's down. Fuck it. Max level. Remember sorry. how easily y'all took out the Rat King version that I had? Yeah, it'd be like that, but worse. <laughs> when it might not be level 20, but we've grown a bit since that fight. <laughs> Uh, it was nice to make you feel overpowered. It was good. It was fun. I loved it. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to leave you folks there having met uh, Hope, and we'll just go back in time a little bit, because that's what we do now. Time magic. Um, squash. Time magic. Time wizards. Um, yeah. <laughs> Baby dragon becomes Thank thousand you. year I dragon. I appreciate that. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> That's right. That card's called Time Wizard. Oh my god. Oh, I'm old now. All right. I'm just going to go grab my cane now. <laughs> All right, Squash, hit me. All right. Uh, I'm assuming there are bets in this room. Yeah, there's two. Yeah. They're both doubles. Squash is going to lie down in the other bed and mm -hmm. he's going to let it be quiet for like a good couple of minutes before he goes, uh, before he's going to engage the conversation. Okay. Like, Demi's just getting comfortable. Yeah. She's kind of, like, bandaging up her own wounds and, like, yeah, she's just dealing with stuff and then just, like, ah, lies back. So he has more of those rune things that make shadows. Oh, yeah. Me and the others, we've kind of been traveling around a little bit and just trying which ones we can find. So we've managed to prevent a fair few, just obviously some of them sometimes going to slip through the cracks, so. Yeah. Uh, but we're pretty good at locating them once they've activated now. So I'm, I think Sarissa said that she was taking care of this one, or Red Knight. I'm not really sure which one of the two. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, we came back from the stalking with the information that there was something going down in Empty Shallows, but uh, a little bit too late, I guess. Are you okay with that? I mean, that's got to be harsh. There's no time to be sad about that right now. Once this whole thing's over, uh, if there's anybody left there that's worth saving, I will definitely put some effort in there. But, um, no, um, so, y y you know how I've been doing things on my own, making decisions and trying to do the right thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like normal life stuff, yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and you know how 
I've gotten myself sometimes into bigger messes because I don't talk to other people or explain my ideas to them. Um, so when we went, when we went to get the clockwork heart, when we went to the, the... At this point, Demi kind of like sits up and she kind of like makes her way to the end of your bed and just sits down like and leans against one of the four posters. She has a feeling that she might need to be not like eight feet away. <laughs> no, it's 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 not a big okay, You're it's a huge deal. distance now. <laughs> <laughs> is that she has mage hand, just thirty feet of slapping distance. Is, was that Squash's inner monologue? Oh god, she's within <laughs> slapping distance. <laughs> Brave Uh words for someone in slapping distance. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, it's, 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 it's not a big deal. It's, it's kind of a big deal. I I don't know how to phrase this. I've been, since I learned about the soul fire, I've been collecting things that are powerful with the intention of trying to help. And okay, like, like what? I mean, you've been stealing stuff. I mean, not that that's really a massive problem for me. Nor would it be much of a surprise. But I, I, I what th- do you mean, things? What do you mean, powerful things? I, I, I don't mean it in a hmm. learning about mortal avatars and and all that stuff has led me down a lot of different ideas of how to help, uh, and. There was a moment when we were in, um, oh, what's the god of death's name? Miracle. Miracle. When we were in Miracle's realm, um, we collected something called dragon leaf sap to, if I remember correctly. Uh, Get Aima back. Yeah. It, it was like a package deal. Give them dragon leaf sap, we get Aima and the clockwork heart. Right, yeah. Um, I think I vaguely remember one of you talking about that at some point, and it would make sense because that means that Amy could come back without actually really having suffered the effects of being dead. So there's nothing really different about her. Like, there's always a broken aura around people who come back from the dead. And she doesn't really have that much, so that kind of makes sense. Uh, Yeah, so um, Raul kind of did me a complete solid there because uh, Ant Squash is going to go into the bag of holding and produce a vial with a... Whatever the dragon leaf sap looks like. Sappy. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Sap. Bit of, you know, scales in it or something. Yeah, something along those lines. Kind of glows. Yeah, he produces a vial with a sappy looking liquid that kind of glows. And just kind of opens his palm around it. It's just like, um, so we collected a little bit. Uh, more of it. Okay, Squash, like, mm-hmm. she kind of, like, stands up and, like, puts both hands out in front of her and kind of, like, points at you and at the thing. Like, you haven't been experimenting with that, right? You haven't been no. trying to do anything strange no. or figure out your magic about this or no. figuring anything about it at all. You haven't you no. haven't had it out in front of a bunch of people. It's not been anywhere near Daechin. hasn't been anywhere near anyone along those lines. You... There is literally one other person except the core group that knows about this. It's Trump out. Okay. Oh, that bastard. All right. What What did he... He told me to shove it where the sun don't shine and don't show it to him again. Yeah, I can totally understand that. Because that's kind of... 
volatile. It has a lot of has a lot of strange magic to it, and it can power basically the most important spells that are out there and some spells that we don't even know how to cast yet. I mean, this is... There's a spell out there that we think we can cast, and it's a really complicated one. We need to learn the different aspects of this. This could probably very easily power, you know, one of us having to go, like, blind, or one of us having to lose our mind. Like, this oh. is... I... This could also make make planes and stuff. Squash. Mm. You just been keeping that by bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 right. I, it's not like I'm gonna try to lie about that. You saw me reach into slut. the bag. Slut. Slut. I know, but <laughs> wow. Like she kind of like sits down again, and she's like, okay. So can... okay, all right. Con- continue. I, I think I'm. I think I'm with you. Okay, continue. The guys made the point that uh, I shouldn't be going around trying to figure out ways to cure soul fire or figuring out ways to prevent things from happening as they will without talking to you because that's why I'm doing it and that's very obvious and I'm a it's very obvious why I'm doing this it's because I like you and you mean a lot to me, and I don't like this to end the way it will if I don't do anything. So I want to give this to you, and it's for you to use however you feel. I don't know how to... I don't know how to use this, uh, and I, I think you do, and whatever form your use of it will take is your choice. But it's for you. Oh... Uh, wow, um, wow, let's say that you had my power, I know what I want to use it for, Hmm. but if you had my power, what would you want to use it for? I mean, you took this, or you asked Ralph to take it for you, it doesn't really matter, it's yours. Well, now it's yours. No, but what would you do with it? No, no, fuck that. Don't, don't answer that. What do you want? No, that came out really bad as well. Um, yeah, Squash like raises eyebrows when she said that. Like, <laughs> no, this is all coming out wrong. Um, what do you want after? Yeah, that came out slightly better. After the blissful eclipse. Yeah, assuming that we win, and I'm trying to be positive that we're going to win this somehow. What do you want? Well, I'm going to have to become the 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 uh, timekeeper. So that means that I'm going to have to be like learning all about my powers and about how to uh, keep the hourglass uh, sparkling, shiny, new, fresh, fresh, and how to keep people from messing with it. And... Uh, I know that's not what you're asking, but uh, let me let me work my way up to it. Um, and I think it would be pretty swell if I had somebody who knows a lot about powers and responsibilities to help me to maybe like help. Okay. Okay. 
So, why aren't you the timekeeper? Because you said that she said you weren't ready, but why did she say you weren't ready? Because I might die, and if I die, there will be no timekeeper. Okay, that's actually a pretty solid thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, supposedly, uh, as she explained it to me five thousand years ago, the god of time, I think it was, or some entity of time, passed and it left a void, and hope took its place. And now she keeps time, and this hasn't been done before. And it may be a really bad idea to give it to a a halfling who has a a a, 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 a an assassination order in magnitudes never seen before in probably thousands of years, <laughs> along with his friends, uh, by entities and creatures far beyond their power. I'm also a big dummy, I... so I might die anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like she kind of like reaches back to where she's been kidney shot like twice <laughs> in like less than twelve hours. Um Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I I have all these puzzle pieces. I have someone that turned up recently who knows a lot more about casting wish than I ever would. You've given me access to a lot of power that might help. And I know a thing or two about carving up gods and souls. I have all these puzzle pieces. And I still want to use this to slow the blissful eclipse down. I understand that. And... Let's say things go poorly. Let's say things go as badly as they possibly can without the world ending. I want you not to regret your choices. So I want you to make the right choice that will let you have peace in your final moments that you did everything you could. And uh, if that I can't do this on my own. I'm really not good at asking for help. Let me help. Let me be there with you. I think I can save the others with this. I don't know that I can save me too. That's a good start. Um... I want to ask why not you two, but I'm sure you're just going to throw very big magic words at me. I'll accept your uh, expertise in this matter. I can cast more than one spell at once, but so can my world magic. The magic in my blood can cast magic without me thinking about it too. Yeah. I think if I hone it, and I have been trying. I think I can cast the spell four times. But there's five of us. Will you help me? I don't know how. But I know it's going to be really bad if things go wrong. Of course. Of course I'll help. Please let me help. 
I think maybe you should leave that with me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Squash, like, mimics throwing it to her. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> God, but, no. But definitely, like, it, it, it's 90% like a trick where he pretends to move it with the other hand and then throws it, but he's not shaking it around. Uh, both Demi and... Uh... Oh, shit. Name's stolen. Squash. <laughs> Both Demi. Your and- name is Squash. No, Demi and Pintor. No, that's the brother. Ah, Trampal. Trampal. Thank you. Yeah, both Demi and Trampal have made thank it you. very clear that this is a dangerous thing. He's not shaking it okay. like All a right. rattle. Squash, do you have any more of that? Um, the the syrupy stuff. I have toast, and last time it was so good on toast. <laughs> Ralph, it did- tastes like maple syrup because that's just all that it is. <laughs> I mean, the Canadian flag does have, like, the red maple leaf, right? <laughs> Raw, last time you ate that, you were shitting rainbows, quite literally. <laughs> Raw comes in and he's like, and he's like why, did, why did you give my maple syrup uh, to Demi? Oh, did, is that where I put, is it, so did I have the dragon syrup on my toast this morning? <laughs> this is the best toast I've ever had. No wonder it was so good. So you good. go back into it like Debbie's looking. It's like, why is this only half full? <laughs> <laughs> why is there a, a, a spreading knife sticking out of it? <laughs> <laughs> why is there butter on this too? Uh, God damn it! <laughs> spreading oh, knife raw double def- dip. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The knife's definitely Sorry. like one of the like Ralph's acid melted ones, so it's like uh. there's not even a debate who did this. <laughs> She takes it from you and she places it in her own, like, uh, in her own bag of holding. Um, And she says, uh, okay, okay. When I have a plan, when we have a plan, we have a plan. Um, yeah. Uh, If you're going to be messing around with uh, potions and uh, um, ideas and stuff. Um, I I grabbed two other things from the mirror world. I am pretty sure, and he's going to put his healing potion and the poison from the mirror world. Okay. I I don't know how these work. I I don't know why I think one of them is a healing potion and one of them is a poison. And one of them was a lipstick. (laughs) Yeah, I'm keeping that for my... (laughs) I'm keeping that for private matters. Debbie, have um, you been looking in my bag of holding? Uh, I have, I know some pixies of fate weaving that would like a word with you now. <laughs> it's my bag. <laughs> it's my stuff in it. They don't care. But you stole. <laughs> Sorry. Now, um, yeah, uh, here you go. Uh, I don't know if these are going to be useful. Maybe they'll help you in some way or another. No, you you keep these. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. You keep hold of these. I think I think this dragon leaf sap is is more than um more than enough right now for me to try and absorb and deal with. And yes, any anything else that you you said you have items? Did I say plural? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. the only other thing I have is um, um, an amulet that suppresses magic. And Squash waves the amulet around. 
was that it was an idea to hide you from Grumsh, uh, but oh, that didn't pan out. So I'm really glad that didn't pan out. It's just an idea. Like I said, I've been I've been trying to make decisions on my own, and uh, a lot of them were not the best. I don't know. We're here, right? Yeah. Okay, well, um, I'm going to... Well, my plan was to go to sleep and get some rest, but I think I'm probably going to end up being up most of the night trying to think. I there recommend I just gonna... lying down, closing your eyes, and thinking about what you want to do. Like, let yourself plan it out a little bit. Don't go running into this. This is important stuff. When did you get wise? <laughs> You've been wise. I'm not. Uh, Meta, I'm just trying to get her to go to sleep. <laughs> Demi, Meta-wise, go the fuck to sleep so you can get some spells back. <laughs> yeah, we need your spells back. We need to leave. <laughs> Literally, all of our plans right now kind of ride on you. Hi, everyone. Ral here. Thank you for listening to the show. If you've been enjoying the show and would like to help us out, leaving a positive review is a good way to help us. It helps other people discover our show and uh, lets them know that we are worth your time. So thank you all so much for reviewing the show. And of course, thanks to all of our patrons for helping out. Patrons like Jeffrey Lake and Nick Harris, thank you so much for your support. Thank you again, everyone, for listening and for your amazing support. And we will see you all next episode. Goodbye. If you enjoy audio drama and fiction podcasts, sign up for the Fiction Podcast Weekly. It's an email newsletter with the latest news, events, creative opportunities, job listings, behind-the-scenes production resources, podcast milestones, debuts, and finales. Plus, it's free. Sign up now at thepodcasthost.com slash fictionpodcastweekly. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.